You've tuned in to the e-commerceaholic. My name is TJ Gamble, and I am here to help you get more from your e-commerce store. And today we've got an interesting live stream lined up. Uh, this is a conversation. I want you to participate in this conversation, whether you're watching on Facebook or YouTube or you're watching on on uh, Periscope, on Twitter, uh, you know, you can you can comment in any of those platforms. We can see it, we can pull it in, and we can talk about this uh, very important subject matter. Uh, I heard a lot of conversation on Twitter around Magento's release schedule and release strategy and how they are dropping some major features into minor releases. And there are a lot of unintended consequences of that. So, and, and there's also been a lot of discussion around Magento's Community Insider Program. I had uh, Mark William Lewis lined up to come on. He was active in that convert, both of those conversations on Twitter. Unfortunately, he had to cancel this morning um, and hope everything works out for him. And, and he had a very legitimate excuse. I'll let you hit him up about it. I'm not going to give out his excuses. Um, but I was doing some research on the Community Insider Program and on the actual page, they've got this great quote from Joseph at Swift Otter. And I'm like, well, you know what? Who else would be better to have on to talk about these things than someone who gives back to the community? Got, you know, Swift Otter has the best Magento study guides. I'm very jealous of that content. So I reached out to Joseph. And uh, Joseph, welcome to the live stream. And why don't you give everyone kind of the elevator pitch on, on what you have going on there at Swift Otter? Sure. Well, thank you. It's a honor to be on here. Uh, so my name is Joseph Maxwell. I run a company called Swift Otter Solutions. We're outside of Kansas City here. We help merchants uh, on their on the Magento platform, both digital marketing as well as the Magento development. So kind of an end-to-end -end solution there. Uh, we're small. There's what seven, eight of us, and I uh, have a small number of clients in that way. But our goal is to have provide excellent quality service and deep understanding of Magento, which as I'm sure TJ has uh, seen as well. There's, if you don't have that on the Magento platform, things can go south really quickly. So uh, to be able to provide that, that capability. Uh, and then like he was saying on this, on the other side, on the developer side, back giving back to community, it's our, we, we love to be able to put those study guides together, the practice tests to be able to help people to fill that knowledge gaps that exist in my mind and everybody else's mind so that uh, we can take the test, we can pass it, uh, and then hopefully that knowledge carries forward as we are developing that sort of thing and uh, make help us be able to make better products for our clients. Uh, today, we wanted to talk about that that minor version release. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so um, let's start there. I, I think that's as, as good of a place to start as any. And uh, in, in recent releases, uh, Let's see here. Good, the Magento or Adobe, uh, uh, Adobe Gento, uh, Madobe. I'm not sure <laughs> yeah. exactly what to call it at this point. I think they're uh, saying Magento and Adobe Company. Isn't that what they're? I've seen several yeah, places now. Uh, an Adobe Company. That's gotta, mouthful, gotta get that. It is, especially like when you're when you're trying to tag them on LinkedIn and you have to type in the whole <laughs> yes. name. It doesn't really right. work in a sentence anymore. So that's. You know, that, that throws me off, but uh, recent releases, uh, for, for example, 2.2.1, they added signified into the core, fraud prevention. 2.2.2, uh, Magento shipping to Mondo, uh, dot mailer, 
2.2.4 had Amazon Pay, Vertex, and Klarna. Um, so they, they're adding some some major f- features into minor releases. And um, again, this was Mark's argument on this on Twitter was that um, it, it's, it adds unnecessary complexity to upgrade strategy for merchants, and it really adds to the total cost of ownership of the platform um, because of the level of work that goes into each one of these upgrades and potential problems that are caused by um, major features. Are, are you seeing that as well, Joseph? Um, have, you, have you had a lot of clients? Have you had any client pushback? Or what are you seeing as far as the amount of time that goes into making these minor updates? Yes. Well, first, I, I do like I do like the minor updates a lot. I mean, the fact that there are there, I mean, who knows how many fixes on each one of them. That is nice. But as far as it, like you were saying, the area of bringing these other modules in, uh, I remember I think Dot Mailer uh, in the two two two, maybe two two three as well. I think that causes some problems. Uh, there is, if I remember right, uh, it was throwing some errors on the front end. Uh, Amazon Pay, there was a crazy weird bug there that we had to fix for a number of our clients where the uh, the emails for the transactional emails, you send the email. And I think what happened was it was resetting the from name. So it was actually somehow ending up to be the user on the system that was sending the email. So like www-data. And I'm like, who's that from? So um, there's there's been some weird issues that have been as introduced with these new modules, definitely. Yeah, I mean, you you definitely want the the bug fixes, the new updates, but Absolutely. you know the the question is is obviously Magento is a business and uh, people are constantly yeah they're constantly asking for more resources for this or do this better or hire more people over here i mean that, that is a constant mm-hmm. constant complaint in the community is that we want more resources or money mm-hmm. spent in whatever area uh interests us and, and so being profitable being uh you know getting all of the good press and and being profitable and all the things that come with that are important for a company like Magento to be able to continue to grow. So rolling these Absolutely. features into the core, uh, especially if they're a financial gain, I, there's a whole nother debate as to whether or not they're unfair or whether or not they, um, you know, they give someone an unfair advantage over maybe a, an equal or yes. even better competitor. And, and maybe we'll get Karen Baker on to have that discussion. I think she would lend a lot of, uh, a lot of great insight into that conversation but <laughs> yes. uh, my, yeah my, my question is is there a better way like is it is right. you know 2.3 takes time that's a major release and and the way magento is releasing such awesome functionality 2.2 with all of the the b2b stuff and then 2.3 with mm-hmm. um the content management capabilities of multi-source inventory mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're adding just crazy complex features with every major release. Do you wait for right. that? Like that that could be six, seven months out. Do you wait for that to get something like Amazon Pay or or Dot Mailer or Vertex in, into the into the core? Is there a better way of doing that in your opinion? You know, I think it's the one of the biggest advantages of spacing these inclusions out is that when there is a problem it i think it's a little more isolated so like say if you drop two three on and then obviously that's the minimum php requirement there is seven two so uh 
then if you bring on Amazon Pay and Vertex and Klarna and add all these on, well, it, it, could it be that it would actually be a more intense debugging process to get to 2.3, which actually might hold merchants off from that versus what seems like a minor version upgrade, just, you know, throwing an Amazon Pay doesn't seem like it's as big of an upgrade in order to do that. Uh, I don't know. That would be that would be a thought. And actually, the other thing as I was thinking about what you're saying there, TJ, was I think for the community edition, I, I don't fault them one small bit for including this in, especially if they do, if there is some type of uh, kickbacks or whatever that Magento is getting from this, just because, I mean, it's a free product and they are putting thousands of man hours into developing this. And so uh, it's the product that then helps merchants make money. So I think it's, I think it's very reasonable, at least on the community edition. And I, it could be easily justified on the, on the other editions as well. Yeah, everyone has their opinion, and mine is very simple. It's a great thing when it's something I'm going to recommend to a merchant anyway because it lowers the cost of getting that. Like, you Absolutely. need email automation, and I'm always surprised at how many merchants I talk to that are doing nothing there, and they that's don't true. even they don't that's even true. have abandoned carts. So when, when you include mm -hmm. Dot Mailer, well, that's great. You know, it, Dot Mailer may be out of most of those merchants' price range, but mm -hmm. um, it, it's good to have Amazon Pay in there because you you need to be experimenting with that with with your market. Um, but you know, that's one of those things where somebody who's not going to use Amazon Pay, well, that that's just more code in there. That's more bloat. Um, some someone on Twitter had had maybe. Um, recommended it and talked about it at one point magento was moving toward making modules really simple to install uh, and and so could these be some sort of preferred add-on that maybe are not in the core but they're you know they're supported as if they were but you could just choose them when you went through the install process um, any any complexities in that that you see off offhand that maybe make that a, not an inappropriate strategy for me, that would be actually a little challenging. Well, we, we use a automated build and deploy solution. So I like every, so the, the entire, every line of code that is on the server in deployment is, is switched out whenever we deploy new code, uh, unless there's like a hot fix or something along those lines. So uh, to me, I, well, we always recommend against, well, we say don't do this, you know, any merchant wanting to install a module there. Um, if someone wasn't doing that, if you were actually running Composer install update on the server, I, I think that would be fine. I mean, there's obviously the risk of downtime associated with that installing those modules. Maybe they can figure out a way to get around that. Uh, but that would be that would be, I guess, the concern that would come to my mind. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, you know, the problem, one of the problems you have is the flexibility of Magento. There's a lot of different ways that mm -hmm. people are maintaining and pushing that code into production. Yes. Uh, and so, you know, how do you support that on all of them? Maybe you don't. Maybe you force people to, to do things a, a particular way. Um, again, if you're, you know, if you're watching this, uh, we definitely want your opinion. Uh, you know, if you're watching live, post it in the live chat. You can tweet at me. Uh, you can post it on the uh, Facebook live stream here. If you're catching this on replay, which a lot of people do, then post it in the comments. I, I want to hear your opinion on how could we do this correctly. Um, and, and, you know, this is not a Magento bashing session. We we don't want to we, we don't want to be negative. And I, and I want to talk about 
general negativism in the community here in just a little bit a after this, and then we'll talk about that, and then I want to talk about the Community Insider Program. Um, but, you know, this is this is not a bash. This is a, an open conversation to get your opinions on something that seemed to be a hot topic on um, on Twitter. We do have a couple of uh, participants, and Ben Marks here. Thanks for watching, Benjamin Marked. Uh, he says, Majobi. It's unofficial. It's the official, <laughs> unofficial way um, to, to handle the combination of Adobe and Magento, Magento and Adobe Company. The merging of like Adobe it. and Magento and Adobe Company. Um, so, I, again, I, you know, I wish Mark was here to kind of fill us in on his thoughts a little bit, but um, didn't really um, didn't pan out, obviously. Um, any, any other things, again, we're going to go for about an hour here, unless, uh, the conversation dies. If, if you have any comments or anything to add to this conversation, obviously that helps us stretch it out and then we will stay and answer any questions. Um, so any other, any other talking points you want to hit on that? Any other thoughts around how, uh, you know, maybe, maybe some consequences of that we haven't mentioned or any way that that could possibly be improved? Sure. Well, one thing I have done with the uh, with these extra modules is uh, in a journet, um, Andreas uh, von Stutznitz, I probably just totally butchered his name. So probably uh, he put out a, yeah, probably exactly. So I, he put out a article. Uh, if you want to search for it, it's removing unused core modules from Magento 2 the right way. Uh, and he's been keeping it up to date with the different versions. So with Magento being composer means everything is modularized. Uh, everything found in pretty much, uh, well, it's found in the vendor folder. So whether for Magento modules, that'd be mo uh, vendor M Magento, say module capture, or module persistent, something like that. Um, but you can go through and you can say, I don't want to install these different, these packages. So whenever composer update, composer install is run, it will remove and or not, or prevent those packages from being installed. So for a lot of our customers, if they're not using those extra modules, and there's even a number of Magento modules that are unnecessary, uh, that makes it very easy to uh, trim down that code base size as well as uh, keep, help prevent uh, unnecessary bugs from creeping into the system. Now, do you know if that works? Does that, does that work on cloud as well as an on-prem self-hosted Magento? I am not sure on that one. Uh, it depends. I would guess if it... If it is straight up reading the composer JSON, it I would think it would. If it is substituting the composer JSON for a Magento approved or a Magento customized one, then that probably would not work. Uh, that's a great article, and I posted it into the chat on YouTube. Um, if you're watching it on one of the other platforms, get over to YouTube. You don't want to watch this on one of the other platforms. Periscope uh, is terrible quality anyway. So if you're watching this on Twitter, you definitely want to click on over and watch on YouTube. Um, but that that's a, I mean, that is a great point. I'm sitting here. I, now I want, to, I want to just kind of read through this and not do the live. Maybe I should do a live reading of this blog post <laughs> on maintaining go. this. Uh, maybe <laughs> maybe that would interest everyone. Um, I will I'm, throw something out there that sure. uh, we ran into a very weird bug where uh, the import with the Magento export, product export did not work. Uh, and in running through 
what was going on. Turns out the admin uh, the module admin notification is actually required. Uh, so I keep meaning to email him and to let him know that uh, it, it technically is not required, but in order to make the export work, it's a really weird bug. Uh, you actually have to have that turned on. Well, that's a, that's definitely a great point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Save some time, save some time. Um, well, I, and I wanted to talk about uh, a little bit about the, you know, just, just this open discourse and, and this feedback loop with Magento. And, and I know, you know, there's a, there are a lot of people in the community that are, um, we'll just call it very active with providing feedback. And, and sometimes, uh, sometimes that's constructive criticism. Sometimes it's just outright criticism. And I, I want this channel, I, I don't want to shy away from criticism. Uh, we, we don't want to do that. I think one of the great things about Magento is that they receive it. And in most cases, they have acted upon it. You know, I've seen a, a lot of changes over the last few years with how they've taken that feedback and they've addressed those things. And they, you know, people used to complain about not being able to um, submit requests to the core code. And they've got a whole community engineering team that is live streaming on another channel right on my time slot here for some reason or another, I, you know. Um, but anyway, great channel. I highly suggest if you're into Magento, going over there and subscribe after this stream. Don't don't go over there right now. Um, but um, it is recorded. Yeah, yeah, they, exactly. You can watch theirs later. This is a conversation. That's right. You get to you get to contribute to this one. Um, so, but anyway, you know they they've done a lot of things based on feedback from the community and trying to improve relations with developers. And and the great thing is the ability to provide that feedback. My, my only concern is that um, if it's constantly negative, like feedback sometimes can become, uh, and it's in a public forum, well, what does that do to the perception of the platform and the community? You know, is it perceived as toxic if the feedback is generally negative and it's open like that? Um, I, and, and I don't think the, the answer is to close it off but, you know, if we're constantly putting negative feedback out in the open like that, is that something that maybe Magento's competitors can leverage and use against it, even though they have problems and they're maybe getting feedback? Maybe they're getting no feedback. Maybe they're just wandering in the darkness and not understanding, you know, how things are and their decisions are affecting their users. Um, but is there a way where maybe we can we can structure this feedback a little more constructively to help our platform without ultimately doing damage to it in, in its community. Um, so what you have any thoughts on that, Joseph, any, anything you want to add to that? I totally agree. I think, you know, they've, it kind of went, goes back to what I was saying a little bit earlier that, you know, they, they're investing tremendous amount of resources for the majority of merchants. You know, obviously there is a subset that is running uh, cloud and, and commerce, but, uh, and at least in the open source, they're investing a huge amount of resources. And I think it, it's worth being grateful for that. And I, I am grateful. And uh, but and obviously you do have there has to be a mechanism and how to provide feedback. Otherwise, you know, Magento is not going to get any better. At least it might not get better in the right directions. Um, but I, I think it's I think it's the positivity surrounding Magento is important, just if nothing else, for the incredible, powerful platform that it is. Yeah, my window into Magento is pretty much Twitter. 
you know, the face, there's no real good Facebook groups for Magento. Most of them are just offshore um, firms that are trying to sell something. And, you know, that's pretty much all that are, that are in those groups. There are a development group or two, but they're not real active. Uh, you've got mm -hmm. Stack Exchange and, and even Reddit is kind of small when it comes to right. uh, the Magento community over there. So most of my insight is Twitter and, and most of the people I see actively engaging in the community are on Twitter. If you happen to somehow find this channel and you haven't found Twitter, uh, then then hit me up. Let me know you want to be introduced around, and and I can you know there's some great lists out there of Magento folks to to follow on Twitter, and you definitely need to be engaged in in that conversation. But I mm -hmm. I have noticed that since the Adobe acquisition of Magento, almost instantly the tone seems to be in general a bit more negative. Uh, are, are you see? I don't know. I, I mean, I know you have a, a Twitter account. I don't know how how much time you spend on it, but are you seeing the same thing? I would say, unfortunately, yes. Uh, maybe, and my and I thought about that. It's like, could it be that you know now that Magento is a little bit is part of a bigger conglomeration that uh, people are a little freer to sound off? It's not like they're going to have as many call it. Uh, I'm not, I shouldn't use the word retaliation because that's totally inappropriate, but you know, there, they might have other people that are, uh, remember that they said these negative things. I don't know, but, um, again, again, it comes back to, I think Magento is a, it, it has its strengths and it has its weaknesses, just like Shopify and big commerce and Volusion and, uh, you know, all the other platforms out there, but Magento is an incredible platform for the audience for which it was designed and keeping that keeping that 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 uh, constructive criticism going in the correct channels, I think is really is helpful, but it's also it, it is important too. but keeping it positive to it, it can't go wrong with that. Yeah, it's it's better to come back with, you know, this is bad. And here's why then man, I hate That's this. Right. Uh, That's and, right. and, you know, I think it's a it's a combination of fear and uncertainty. You know, my, my mm -hmm. business greatly depends on the success of this logo over here um you know we've been Absolutely. doing uh, exclusively magento implementation since 2008 since we lost our launched our first site on 2008 we've done nothing but magento builds and any other platform we dealt with was in conjunction with uh, magento implementation now you know that's a lot of eggs in one basket and that's something obviously as we continue to grow we'll, we'll have to address as a business but you know for now magento grows we grow that that's pretty much the the strategy behind that. So uh, you know, obviously, I'm not completely unbiased towards the platform. I I do think it is the, you know, it's the right fit for the merchants that we implement the the solution for, and you know, mm -hmm. there's nothing else on the market like it. Uh, so Absolutely. it's 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 pretty easy to identify where it fits, and then once you do, that's really the only viable option at this point. Uh, and so, you know, we, we just want to make sure that we're doing everything we can to to present that feedback in a positive and constructive manner. Um, so and, and hopefully the, you know, the uncertainty will subside when everyone kind of sees what Adobe is going to do with the platform. And, uh, you know, a lot of it may be, you know, the, the feedback uh, Adobe has resources. Magento is never going to be able to use. Uh, an excuse that they don't have resources at this point uh, because 
you know, it's almost an unlimited budget if they're successful with what they're doing because uh, Adobe has money. So we'll see if that money is leveraged in a constructive way. I know they're hiring a lot of positions right now, and, and they're constantly adding to that team. Um, I wish I could be a fly on the wall on some of those conversations to see what they're doing with all of those resources. But, you know, it is what it is, and I'm sure we will all find out soon enough. Um, Maybe by next Imagine. Yeah, by, by the next Imagine. And, I, you know, the, the next Imagine is going to be an interesting one because I believe it mm -hmm. is the last in the series at the win. Uh, and so I don't know, and, and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know if Magento has a, I think they had an agreement at the win, and I think this is the last one. So this is a nice clean break for Adobe to, to do something with no commitment, do something completely different if they choose to do so. So, you know, the, the question is, is this the last Imagine? And will Adobe roll this into their, their own conference? Or will it not be Imagine and something else? Will it, you know, it could be, it could be completely different. Uh, but I, I think by far this is going to be the largest Imagine. And I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, Absolutely. What, what, how, many, how many Imagines have you been to? Uh, this, I have been to two of them now. And this last one was even better than the first. So I'm looking forward to the third one. Yeah, they, they continue to grow. I think this was my third consecutive one that I've that I've okay. been to as well. Um, I'm planning something really big um, for the, the next one, for the, the weeks leading up to it. Um, it. You're located in Kansas City, is that right? That is correct, yes. Okay. Um, so we're, we're going to have to – I'm going to have to make you a little part of this, but um, – what I'm going to try okay. to do, what I'm going to try to do uh -huh. is I've got a car that I'm, I'm working on. I'm hoping it's done, but I'm going to try to get some sponsors. I'm going to try to get several volunteers, and we are going to spend a week to a week and a half road tripping to Imagine and stopping at all the little Magento places along the way and shooting some content, go. doing some video. Just I want to own uh -huh. social media, really try to push – imagine in the road to imagine uh, for about a week to 10 days before the event. I, I think it could be a lot of fun and you're, you're right there on the way. Sure. That'd be, that sounds like a lot of fun to work on. Definitely. Again, if you have any questions, anything you want to add to this conversation, please tweet it. Um, hit me up on Facebook. We are listening and we will, um, I'm getting, getting, I'm getting pings on Twitter that are not related to that. So it threw, threw me off my game there for a second. I'm, I'm way off my game today, man. It, it's been a very, very long week and a very, very long day. And uh, anytime you have sudden plans uh, change on guests and then the problems and we're trying to add complexity and DJ not, it's, I'm going to enjoy the rest of this bottle later tonight. I assure you it's going to be a good evening. <laughs> Well, let me just say this that you've uh i've watched some of your other streams and you would hardly notice any difference so uh, you seem like you're at the top of your game right now <laughs> well, i appreciate it and, and i appreciate everyone watching uh, you know i don't i don't think people understand 
um, how much effort it takes to create content. And, and lots of, there are lots of days you just don't want to. Uh, you know, I've got a lot of respect for, you know, Philip Jackson and all the podcasts he puts out and Kalen uh, doing a lot of great video content on YouTube. He had a fantastic live stream yesterday about Magento hosting. I, I still don't know what it is about hosting that draws the crowds, but, you know, it's it was a, a fantastic live stream and you need to click over to Commerce Heroes channel uh, doing some great stuff. But it, it's, you know, it's a it's a grind. It wears on you. Uh, and so. You know, it's always good to get a get a little appreciation, and um, it's a lot of fun on on the flip side. You know, it's great to have these conversations because I I think we've we've seen each other once or twice at a couple of conferences. You know, when else would would two small agency owners be able to sit here and just have a conversation about Magento? It's a lot of fun. Yeah. So let's let's talk about the Community Insider Program, and I, I think you're going to go. know. You're going to know a lot more about this Community Insider program than I do. So if you would, just kind of tell the viewers what the Community Insider program is. Well, the Community Insider program is a partner program without the word partner in it. I, it has, it, you get a badge from Magento. It costs, I think, $3,000 to get in. They said eventually they're going to provide the capability where is when you contribute to the code, you contribute to DevDocs, you'll get a discount off of that 3000 a year. Um, but basically you join in. I think the requirement is you have to send in a, a case study every quarter. I think, I think there's one or two others about sharing some of your customers as well, your list of customers. Um, then also there's, I believe some rating metrics where they will then solicit feedback from your customers to make sure that you are doing well. Uh, and so their goal is, in my understanding, is to create a, a simple way for them to include small agencies like us, as well as and, and give them this this badge, this symbol saying that you know they, they, they are part of the program, but also be able to keep uh, tabs on the quality metrics. Um, which, you know, obviously they have a lot more of that on the partner side, on the full, full-fledged full partner side, but I'm um, trying to extend at least a little bit of an olive branch, you know, to the smaller ones, like smaller agencies like us. Now, now you always want to finish on a positive. So let's let's talk about maybe the, the negative of the Community Insider Program first, and then let's finish okay. with the, the positives. Um, you know, the first thing that pops up is, you know, three grand, and, and I know when, when we first joined the partner program uh, at Magento, uh, you know, this didn't exist. We were the lowest tier partner at the time. Um, and I'm, I think it's the professional partner tier now is what they call it. Um, and before we had Matt Bolin, which is our contact at Magento, before we had Matt, it was basically send us some money and thanks for joining. Uh, there were no real contact. There was no inside information mm -hmm. there was no access to code there was no nothing like we got absolutely nothing for sending that check other than we got to use the magento logo uh that that was mm -hmm. pretty much it and and is this program you know is it is it kind of the same as that uh, or is there any level of access or any real business benefits to it other than using the logo it depends on if you read the fine print or not uh, in my understanding, in from what I've 
observed, there is very little benefit other than the logo. So again, 3000 is a lot for a logo. Uh, they have not sent any specific like sales contacts or anything like that over. So um, the, the thing goes back and maybe this is jumping ahead to the positives, um, but um, like Mr. Benjamin Marks, I mean, he's, I, I think if there was an ever an angel in like, like in, in human form, that, that would be him. Um, <laughs> he just, he, he works his tail off and I, I just very grateful to him. I had, I guess a little bit of the background here is I had gone, I had been me and I'm sure there's a whole bunch of others people have been bugging him because uh, he was the contact, you know, for the community in, in, in general saying, hey, look, how can we get a little bit of no, uh, not uh, how can we get some certification from Magento as far as, you know, we've we're dedicating, like you said, you know, we're all of our eggs in, are in this one basket. So we want a little bit of a reassurance back from Magento as far as, you know, who we are and our capabilities so we, so we can show this to our customers. So uh, I think it was September of last year, he forwarded me, uh, sent me over to Eliza uh, Shapiro, I think. Um, and she was the one that was responsible for putting this whole program together. So um, I think she talked to quite a few people in the community. I, I was able to be a part of the, one of those phone calls. And I, I put out there a lot that I thought it'd be really nice if it would be a community partner level or use the word partner in there. Um, that was ultimately obviously decided against because it was community insider. So I think from that aspect, it also devalues the logo in, you know, it's, the, the badge sort of thing. It's a community insider. What is that versus being a partner? Yeah, you know, the, one of the problems with that is just educating uh, customers, right? Because you, you're, right. you're, you know, you basically, people will claim we're a Magento partner. You know, we're part of the Community Insider right. program. It may not use the word partner, but are you a partner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, you know, we're in the Community Insider program. We we send the money. Yes. We, we use the badge. Now, I believe the badge is a, a great thing for um, you know the the actual partner levels uh, because there is some sort of accountability. You will you got to screw up pretty bad or several times, but you you will get kicked out of that program. Um, there is some yes. you know there there is a feedback mechanism by which enterprise customers can complain about you and and you know how your business dealings and you know if you're constantly underbidding projects and not delivering then you know eventually that will come back to haunt you um with this program though is there um what what are the requirements is it literally just write a check everybody's in or is there any sort of uh you know is there any sort of threshold that you have to meet to actually be involved that you're aware of no employer financial thresholds uh, the only the only requirement is that you have to have at least one associate developer on staff. Okay, uh, and that, I mean, that's that's at least something, right? That's at least something. Right, it is. Because um, yes. you know, I I understand a lot of the reasonings, and we'll talk about the benefits here in a second. Uh, I understand a lot of the reasonings as to why this program is important, and and again, we'll we will talk about those things. So I don't I don't necessarily want to harp on those, but. Customers don't understand the differences in partner levels. Like I'm, I'm bidding, I've bid on projects against global elite partners and they don't like customers. Are you a partner? Yes. That's it. That's, that's the question, right? That's right. Um, and yes. And so, you know, they don't know that, well, those guys, they, they have more janitors than we have employees. Uh, and so, <laughs> you know, it, it, and it, maybe that's, maybe we're the right fit. Maybe we're not the right fit because of the size of our company. 
Um, but that that question doesn't come up. It's just, are you a Magento developer? You know, are you a Magento partner? Are you, you know, associated with the platform? Do you know what you're talking about? So, if you give right. a company that that validity, and they don't know <laughs> what they're talking about, what are the long term ramifications of that? Uh, if all I've got to do is write you a check and have someone that passed a, a certification test. What are, you know, is there a feedback mechanism involved in that? Is there some sort of ramifications for not doing a good job? Or, you know, are you just kind of, are, you know, are you there, right? Are, are you, you're just there forever. As long as you keep writing the check, there are no requirements. There are no, like we have sales requirements. We, you know, we're lucky enough to where we, we sell enough licenses to make that partner requirement. Although if they keep jacking it up, like every year I make the requirement, it moves. Um, we'll see next year whether or not I can, I can sell enough licenses, but uh, I, I just, I'm just curious as to what the long-term ramifications of having that mm-hmm. official association with the platform, but Magento not really having any leverage over those partners. Um, any, any thoughts around that? Uh, I do know that they re- ask for a periodical survey. So uh, I think, and I, that might actually go to the merchants. That seemed a little fuzzy when I was signing up about that. Uh, so I think there is a feedback mechanism that they're actually soliciting information from merchants about that. Uh, so I could see that would be their quality control metrics to ensure that people are performing and fulfilling the needs of the merchants uh, as necessary in that. But I mean, what's the, what are the consequences, right? Like I, I keep doing a terrible well, job. Yes, I keep I enough. keep bidding $700 Magento <laughs> websites and I, mm-hmm. I then I do $700 worth of work and I haven't even got the thing installed yet. And so, you know, what, what are you going to do? Right. What, what's the, I mean, I'm assuming eventually if it was egregious enough, they could kick you out of that program. Um, so I, you know, I just, the, my, my concern is, back. yeah, the, the confusion in the marketplace with merchants, uh, because a mm-hmm. lot of, a lot of, a lot of deals we go into, like we've got several on the table right now where we're competing against non-partners. And it's, it's an, you know, it's a, I don't want to say it's an easy sale because, you know, sometimes you lose those for various reasons, but it's a, right. you know, we, all we do is Magento. We've been doing Magento almost as long as Magento has been doing Magento. You know, we, we picked this <laughs> thing up in a beta and we've been, we launched our first site on the first stable version. Like we have been doing Magento forever. And so do you really want some company that is not committed to the platform? Because Magento's not the easiest thing in the world. This is, this is not installing WordPress and starting to hack on it. Um, and so, you know, sure. do you want to bet your business, your business's future, at least your e-commerce's business's future, um, on, on a unproven agency that is going to, they're probably going to be cheaper because they don't have the level of certifications. I mean, Magento certified developers in the United States are, are expensive. Uh, it's, it's not like you hired that $30,000 guy locally and you're, you're building websites Mm -hmm. with him. Um, and so, you know, if we're competing with them, it's easy for us to say, well, we're a partner. They're not a partner. Here's why this is not a good idea for you to take that risk because sales is all about mitigating risk. Um, when it comes Absolutely. to a large scale enterprise grade e-commerce build. And so you don't want, there's a whole bunch of risk in an unproven, but when they've got that badge, even if it's not the same badge, then we have to try to educate the customer or the consumer on the differences in those badges 
And mm -hmm. I, I just, I think that's going to make things even more confusing for a lot of customers. That That's really the negative I see in it. But I mean, you're, you're in the community insider program. So, um, you know, what, what, are, what is your view on that? You agree with that? You disagree? I think, again, the biggest disappointment is the fact that it was not called a partner, community partner, whatever, along those lines. Um, because, again, so like, like, and I see in the comments, uh, Ben Marks, he said, you know, like, are you a partner? Exactly. So it's like, yes, I'm a partner, but the name that associates me with Magento is a community insider. And they're like, huh? I'm okay. So you have, it's, it's that, again, it comes back to more education versus just the partner term partner, I think is used pretty widely across the industry. Meaning I, I have a contractual association there. So, um, it is more of the, uh, it's more education that's required. Like you were saying. Uh, the funny thing is, is that we've been so crazy busy swamped. We've actually completely shut down our sales operations right now. So I can't, I wish I could say, you know, yeah, it's really helped us or nah, it's been pretty much worthless, you know? So I, I really, I can't say it at this point because we haven't been able to use it that much in our sales cycle. Uh, just, just stop the brag. If you, if you need a guy <laughs> to send those leads to, man, I know somebody that'd be willing to talk to them and see whether or not they would be a fit. Um, but that's, that, I mean, that's great. And, and that's, I definitely don't claim, I mean, someone that is as active in the community as Swift Otter is, and obviously, you know, have, has very talented staff on hand. Um, that, that's very different for me than, you know, if I were bidding against Swift Otter, I would never use the, we're going to do a good job. They're risky. Right. I, I wouldn't use that. But uh, if you get, you know, Joe Blow local web development company, that that's really my concern. Right. It, it's not you guys. Yeah, and if, and if, if everyone in that pro, in that program is Swift Otter, by all means, call it community partner program and, and be done with mm -hmm. it. Um, and, and I guess the key term there is partner. Uh, I want to. But, you know, that's just going to require some education and some salesmanship yes. and and obviously you know anything that most of the time if we're if we're competing for deals we're not always just competing against other agencies we're competing against other platforms and anything that makes the magento waters muddier and less clear well that's an opportunity for for other platforms mm -hmm. to creep in there as well um and so we want to you know we obviously want to make that that sales cycle um as simple as possible so let's let's talk about the positive right let's let's talk yeah, about absolutely. um the benefit we always want to end end with the benefit on on a topic and um i i think there's a lot of great benefit to this program uh first off you know, it's, it's a little, it's, it's a little, eh, you know, when, when Magento's like submit your customer list, um, that's always, you know, anytime anybody asks for my customer list it, you, and we get this a lot, it's like, Oh, we want to be partners. Would you, you know, this, this is a great little widget. Um, we want to be, how about you give us your customer list so we can try to sell them this widget. Um, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're probably going to say no on that one, but uh, it's, you know, it's good for Magento because that community, that sea of community installations is basically anonymous at this point. And mm -hmm. how do you market to them? How do you, as Magento, how do you build a relationship with that community that could possibly be, eventually be Magento Enterprise customers or even just long-term um, community contributors or just long-term customers. Uh, and, and the more, um, 
the more you um, build a relationship with them, then the stronger that that bond will be. And I, I've got Ben uh, Marks here in the in the chat mentioning that Insider denotes access to marketing and product resources that are not publicly available. And and, and again, that's that's part of the the positive of this, right? Is that now as a because when we weren't a partner, we were basically stonewalled. Now we, we were not a partner during. We, you know the early days and the eBay days. Um, we really tried to we tried to become a partner during the eBay days, and it was really no communication whatsoever. It was like, eh, you know, you, you're in Alabama, you're a little small firm in Alabama. Eh, you know, that's that's not we're not. Yeah, if you were in Atlanta or California, then maybe, but that's that's not a that's not a region <laughs> we're really um, looking for for someone in at this point. Um, right. So. Yeah, and, and I, again, Ben Ben's comments here, and I wish I could put them on the screen, but we're we're having some some technical difficulties. And Ben's comment is, uh, I think your point is that the name implies some special community access, which of course can't be gated by Magento or anyone else. And and I, I agree, Ben. That's you know the 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 concern is that um, maybe people who don't do a good job on Magento can leverage that official tie to Magento to win some deals that they have no business being in and that they can't possibly deliver. And, and if they're able to do that because they have lower cost employees that aren't properly trained on Magento, that ultimately that's not healthy for the ecosystem. A project rescue, and, and we take on quite a few project rescues to where we take uh, a project over from another agency that started it uh, and and didn't finish it for for various reasons. There's a lot of reasons that happens, uh, and, and, and it happens to everybody. I'm not I'm not you know saying that you know you're a bad agency if that necessarily happens, but if it happens a lot, yeah, probably. Um, and, and so, you know, that's not healthy for anybody. I mean, it's healthy for Absolutely. our bottom line if we take those over and we get those projects and we finish them and they become long-term customers, but uh, it's not healthy for the Magento ecosystem. It lives, leaves a bad taste in merchants, uh, you know, in, in their mouths, as they say, you know, and it, it just leaves a, a bad mm -hmm. legacy for the platform with someone that could have been a, a supporter of the platform. Um, so, um, hey, you know, give us some of your positives on on the platform and or on the community insider program and you know if you've shut down sales maybe it's working for you maybe it's not but um you know what what did you see as positives what made you want to be a part of that program uh the biggest reason again like ben marks said and is that we wanted that badge that's that that partner capability um and there was there was no way possible for us to get it. I, I beat down a number of doors to try to get it. It was not going to happen. So uh, we uh, that that was the badge is the biggest reason uh, in in showing that validation. Look, we we have invested ourselves totally in Magento. That's all we do is Magento, and so we feel like we're qualified. Just like you mentioned, the rescues. I mean, I think it was a week or so ago we had somebody calling us say, "Hey, look, you know, uh, we." Went with I think it was it was a local web development agency and uh, we just released uh, that was early July we just released our our beautiful new Magento One website um, and uh, there's a whole bunch of things broken with it and I was like wow we just released the Magento One website July fourth of uh, 2018 <laughs> yeah. so but but that goes back to you know but having that community insider badge you know while I think 
it's not going to put us on a level playing field with other partners, which I think is part of the the whole deal. That's why the Community Insider was name was chosen. It will help elevate us over the rest of the playing field of other um, development agencies. And so I think um, in a magenta market. So I think that is the 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 benefit, the biggest benefit for that. Uh, the, the other product marketing resource, the funny thing is I've been having trouble finding those in the, the area. So I've been trying to hunt those down. Uh, the cloud, uh, the cloud sandbox, I think is also is, is going to be a good benefit uh, for us to be able to play with that and uh, get some experience and so that we can start working at selling that as opportunity arises. Yeah. Uh, what, uh, what percentage of your projects are enterprise versus open source? I'm going to say 20% is about 20, 10 to 20% is about uh, for our, is commerce or enterprise. Yes. Yeah, I understand. And, and you know, that's, that's, um, again, we're having some auto switching problems there. So I gotta, I gotta press the buttons. It's cool. We're going old school today. We're going old school. Um, again, got some good comments there in the chat. Um, definitely join us and be a part of that conversation. Um, and, you know, Ben, Ben Marks, again, is mentioning that we all remember the old days, uh, circa 09, when partner program was pay to play. And that did so much damage to the Magento brand. And, and I agree with you, Ben, that, that's, uh, you know, Magento has come a long way. And that's, that's one of the reasons I want to make sure that any feedback we provide is try, we try to do it in a constructive way. Um, and, and so, you know, these concerns with the Community Insider Program at this point are, are not really complaints. They're really more concerns, right? Like here are some consequences <laughs> that might possibly come with that. Let's do what we can to avoid those things. Because uh, if all it takes is three grand and, and you get, you know, a badge, let's, you know, obviously you didn't use the word partner. Maybe, maybe, that's, a, maybe that's a good choice. Um, also on the, on the flip side, is there some way to – you know, to maybe, and I think it really goes down to selling enterprise license because if you, if you're, you know, 20% of your business is enterprise, well, then maybe you don't necessarily need to be a partner to, to do that, right? You definitely don't need to be right. a partner in the stress and the, and the, um, the costs that go along with being a partner to sell open source. Uh, and so, right. you know, but the, the problem that, that I have is that a lot of, if you're doing community and we did community forever, like, I mean, almost everything we did, uh, up until a, a couple or a few years ago was, was Magento community edition, Magento one community edition stuff. And, and so if you're dealing with that merchant, so many times cost is, one of if not mm -hmm. the driving factor in who they choose to go with and why would i go with this person that seems reputable when i can go with this person right. that's telling me they're going to do it for half as much um because right. you know those merchants don't understand the difference in the services their level of complexity is mm -hmm. is minimal as far as what they understand about their e-commerce. They don't understand if they go this route, they can grow. And if they go this route, what's well, a self-fulfilling prophecy? The website's not going to do anything because they went with somebody that doesn't know how to execute on that website and actually help them grow. And if the company that's not doing a good job has the same badge as the company that is doing the good job, 
Uh, and, uh, you know, maybe that's, you know, is that some sort of feedback mechanism? Is that some sort of rating mechanism where merchants that have dealt with them can rate them? And um, I, I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't know if I have the answer to that. I just want to make sure that, you know, moving forward, we're making sure we don't legitimize someone that should not be legitimized when it comes to their relationship with Magento, um, even if that's just a perceived um, legitimate situation, right? If it's mm -hmm. just the, the they have the badge, they can now use the logos. Um, does that you know? Does that give them some advantage because they're cheaper than someone who who is legitimate? Um, that that's really the the only um, concern with with that. Um, and, and so, um, any and you say you you're still looking for a lot of the marketing resources and things like that. Is there any sort of like Magento is starting to do some um, small merchant packages? I've I've seen that where they've got a lot of agencies doing uh, you know thirty twenty five thirty thirty five thousand dollar implementations. Um, are, are you guys involved in any of that, or is there any sort of source of leads from Magento for you for open source merchants? There would there is the option in our part part the the community edition partner portal page uh, to for merchants to contact us uh, through that, but we haven't had it really uh, anybody. We have as far as uh, Google searches go, we have you know we're like number one in the Kansas City area, just below Magento. Um, but again, the, the thing is there at that point, it's like, you know, if I really obviously say if I was a merchant, if I really value my site, am I really going to just type, you know, Kansas City Magento partner or whatever into Google and then say, OK, well, let's just click on the top one here. I, I would probably tend towards people that I known and have that that uh, word a word of mouth referral, you know, that sort of thing. So uh, I, I, I really can't say how. Well, we haven't had any people contacting us through that. We'll see if it happens. Yeah, I mean, even with our partner portal, we, we don't – if we get anyone contacting us, it's, oh, these guys are in Alabama. They're going to be cheap. Um, that's pretty much the focus. <laughs> it's not exactly have. what you want. Yeah, yeah, it's not – I mean, you know, we're going to be cheaper than some, but we're not cheap. Right. Uh, and, and if you're just yeah. looking for a bargain, then we're definitely not going to be the, the right folks. Um, you know, if you want to talk to somebody that knows e-commerce and knows Magento, then, hey, we're here. Give us a call. It's cool. Uh, but, right. you know, we're, we're, we're a smaller agency. We're later to the partner program. I, you know, they're, I don't really know exactly what the sorting options are on that, but we, we don't get a ton of contacts um, from, from the partner portal listing, mm -hmm. partner directory listing. So um, that's, that's probably par for the course. Uh, talking about, you know, geography, though, you know, one of the things we have noticed is if if you if you have connections, if you have an agency or you know somebody, then obviously, you know, you're as as a business owner, you're trying to reduce your risk in this decision because it's, a, a website is always a lot of money to you. Now, whether a lot of money is three thousand or three hundred thousand, it's always a lot of money to you, mm -hmm. uh, and, and so you want to reduce risk in that. And if you know somebody, you usually go that route. If you already have a relationship with somebody that's positive, then you go that route, even if they don't know Magento. Maybe they were doing a, you know, a SaaS platform for you and you want to move to Magento and, mm -hmm. and they don't know it. But um, as far as geography goes, we, we have seen that 
outside of knowing somebody, geography is a crutch people lean on to reduce that risk. And and yes. in their minds, if I can drive to this person's office and there's somebody there that's I can true. talk to, then I can, you know, that, that reduces the risk versus somebody that's completely across the country. And, uh, of course, that's a fallacy um, uh, to a certain degree. It, it, it It's... It, it, we see it a lot with people who have dealt with freelancers, and I don't know if you've you've seen the same. In that, freelancers are notoriously unreliable, and to a lot of to a lot of merchants, yeah, they're you know they're here one day and then they take a bigger job or a better job or whatever, and then they disappear for a month and you can't get any work out of them. Uh, and those smaller merchants tend to want somebody local because they've been burned by someone. <laughs> Um, like that. And are you, you kind of dealing with the same problems there? Well, definitely. I mean, the way I look at it is we're working with merchants, their website for the most part, you know, unless they have brick and mortar presence as well, their website is, it's their baby. It's what puts food on their table. So it's, it, they have the most uh, sensitive connection with their website, almost more than seems like any other part of their business. So one of the biggest things that they want and they want that assurance of is that they will have almost, especially I think probably for the smaller merchants, uh, almost 24 seven access to somebody, not totally 24 seven. I think that's one of the biggest challenges for freelancer is like, you know, you go on vacation. Well, who's going to take over while you're gone? Um, you're, you even fly somewhere, you know, say the website goes down, who's going to take that over? So, having working with a company whether it's five people or 50 or 500 you know it, it provides a level of stability even though it will be more expensive you're going to have more overhead you know they're going to have to do their own marketing activities and sales activities and that all adds to the overhead but in that way it's going to be more stable because there should hopefully always be somebody i say always you know within reason to be able to manage the site call the host you know beat down the door of the host say my website's down or you know, some, something happened. Let's, let's take a look at it. So give us, give us the, I mean, we've been going an hour here. If anybody has any particular topics, any particular questions, they want to add anything to this conversation, please, by all means, let me know, post it in the chat, Facebook, Twitter, wherever you're at, we're streaming on all sorts of platforms. We're going to be trying to also add in Twitch and Instagram, which Instagram is an interesting nut to crack there. It's very complicated to stream on Instagram because they only want you to do it from a phone, but we figured it out. I've just got to invest $1,000 in buying all the crap we need to actually make it happen. <laughs> so um, we'll, we'll get around to that eventually. Instagram's going to be a little while. Um, but uh, outside of that conversation, um, again, I, I think very highly of you and, and your work in the community and, and your study guides are are fantastic. I, I wish we put out those study guides, to be honest with you. Um, that's that's how good they are. Um, and, and so, you know, again, I, I think very highly of your company because of that. And, and so Thank why you. don't you give us the elevator pitch on Swift Otter? Uh, again, you know, tell us, tell us what Who's the right merchant for you guys? Why should they choose Swift Otter? Uh, you know, make make a sales pitch here. Let's let's see what we can. Even though your sales are completely closed, um, okay. you know who who's the right merchant for you? Uh, yes. So we work. Uh, we like to work with merchants between the one million and the twenty million range. I think one million is pretty much, in my opinion, where Magento starts being valuable. Uh, provides a lot of value. That customization. Once you get over that, you're going to start wanting 
to adjust features and how your site works. One to 20 million uh, in revenue a year. Um, our goal, we have been mostly focused on the development side, but we've been getting more, a lot more into the SEO, the pay-per-click, so the whole digital marketing, a uh, little bit of the social strategy. Uh, so starting out with a strategy on the site, working to then implement that strategy in a successful and measurable way, and then looking at the results and working through the iteration of it. Um, obviously, we're Magento only, so uh, if you're outside, if a merchant's outside of that, then we will help you, you know, find somebody that works with Shopify or whatever the platform is that they uh, want to work with. Um, so we'll, we, we obviously do the design work. We'll work on uh, development, debugging, audits, that kind of thing. That has been our bread and butter is the development side and to work and our goal is to be extremely skilled. So I, I don't know how many certifications we have as a total. I mean, uh, so extremely skilled, try to prove that through our certifications. And that was one of the reasons why we got the community insiders another badge in that way. So if you're, um, if you're looking, you know, if you need something, uh, you know, call me cause Swift Otter's all booked up. You don't want to go with <laughs> yeah. those guys, right? Yeah, uh, no, no. How big is your team? Uh, there are eight of us. So I have uh, three full-time developers, uh, three, yeah. And then there is, I'm training two guys. And then we have uh, QA, we have a slash project management. And then we have account manager, sometimes did the sales, but we're, again, we turned that off right now. So mostly handles account management, just other, other entrepreneurial ops. So uh, that's dope. I think, and then we also have a bookkeeper too. So about eight of us. Awesome. And uh, so I appreciate you watching. Um, it's been a, another great live stream, even though we had some tef technical difficulties. I can't even talk. That's how long of a day it's been. Um, even though we've had some technical issues, we seem to get it all worked out. Um, you know, thanks for watching. Thanks for those who participated in the chat. We have a great live stream next week as well. We're going to have Miguel Balparta on from uh, Nexus, and we're going to talk about uh, the uh, community engineering team who, again, is live streaming. They've got a YouTube channel. If you're watching on YouTube, click over there, and um, I don't know if they're still streaming or not, but subscribe to that channel. Hit the subscribe button on this one. Let's see if that actually works. Look at there. Don't forget to subscribe. Uh, follow me on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter. Again, we're, we've set up a, um, a Twitch stream as well on Instagram. You can find me on all of those at ecommerceaholic. Um, and you can find Joseph there. I, I don't think like, see, it goes, it goes to a black screen when I, I click there, but Joseph Max or Swift Otter, um, any, uh, closing words there, Joseph? Uh, I think it's, it's been a terrific time just hanging out with you and chatting about the versioning, the minor releases. And, and I really think it was the important discussion about the positivity about Magento. Again, I, I feel tremendous gratitude for what they have done and the thousands and thousands of dollars they invest back into the, the community the, uh, through the community edition. Uh, so I think it's it's incredible, but also the constructive criticism. So I, that was really good. And then again, chatting about Community Insider. So yeah, it's been a, it's been a terrific conversation. All right. Well, I appreciate you being on. And again, we will see you next week.